When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Revenge of the Sith, we see the pivotal moment that shaped the galaxy and outlined the next saga of films to come. Yoda and Obi-Wan return to the Jedi Temple, and while learning of Anakin's betrayal to the dark side at the hands of Palpatine, they eventually agree on each fighting their equal in a duel to the death. Yoda to Sidious, and Obi-Wan to his Padawan, Anakin. In the novelization, just as we see in the films, however with a bit more info, Obi-Wan proposes to Yoda that he be the one to go and fight Palpatine, where Yoda responds by telling him he will never be strong enough and will die a painful death. Defeated, Obi-Wan accepts to go after Anakin, while Yoda goes to Sidious. And the rest is history as we know it. I believe this was purely done for cinematic excitement and effect, and to help lead us into the original trilogy. However, what if things went the other way? What if, instead of dispersing their powers, they united as a team just like Anakin and Obi-Wan had against Dooku and took down each opponent? Yoda himself was stronger than Anakin, however, Obi-Wan was borderline equal to him, and as time passed, Anakin's newfound dark side powers only grew. Sidious was equal to, or slightly stronger than Yoda, creating a higher percentage of failure on both battles. What if Yoda had gone to Mustafar with Obi-Wan to face Anakin? I believe this would change everything. Yoda would think more clearly and know that Vader's master would sense that he would be in danger if Yoda and Obi-Wan went to see him, bringing the fight to them. They agreed on this plan. Yoda would hide aboard Padme's ship with Obi-Wan. As the shuttle would land and Padme and Anakin would exchange their words, we would see him next to Kenobi as Anakin looked up to see them standing in the doorway of the ship. The two Jedi Masters knew time was of the essence. They would walk down the ramp towards Anakin as he choked Padme to the floor. Anakin, being extremely high on his new powers and arrogance, would foolishly remove his cloak as Obi-Wan and Yoda began to circle him. The three would eventually ignite their lightsabers where the battle would be over before it even started. Yoda would use over 800 years of a powerful and perfected force push to propel Anakin into the side of the ship, leaving him somewhat in a daze. Even as powerful as he was, the two masters would stand over Skywalker with their lightsabers pointed to his throat, Obi-Wan grabbing his Padawan's chrome lightsaber hilt and clipping it to his belt. Full of hatred and defeat, Anakin would stare at Master Yoda, telling him Sidious would be there soon, and that they would soon know the power of the dark side. As Yoda stared at Anakin, he thought of all the younglings and Jedi that were betrayed and slaughtered at the temple. Beginning to feel the anger swell within him, he hesitated, knowing this was a path to the dark side if he acted on his urges to kill the young Skywalker. As they saw a dark shadow of a shuttle blanket them like a cape of death, Yoda knew his prediction of Sidious arriving to save his apprentice had come true. Not taking any chances, he lightly but strategically stabbed Anakin's legs just above the patellar tendon, careful not to touch his bone, disabling his ability to walk until droids would repair his muscles and sever tissues. As Anakin screamed in pain, he touched Skywalker's temple, putting him into an instant sleep. Kill them. Kill the Jedi. Save Lord Vader. Quickly igniting their lightsabers again, they turned to face the 20 clone troopers rushing 
to exterminate the Jedi Masters while Palpatine walks safely behind, his elbows tucked and palms held at a resting position like two instruments poised to attack with deadly volts of lightning. With no time to waste, Yoda knew he had to kill the clones before Sidious used their distracting blaster fire to his advantage. He used the force to pull all the clones towards him in mid-air and force jumped into them twirling like a cyclone, beheading and severing all their limbs as he did, landing gracefully in front of Palpatine with Obi-Wan behind at the ready. Your arrogance blinds you, Master Yoda. As Palpatine ignited his lightsaber, he could tell something was different about the little green Grandmaster Jedi. He was more impatient and full of sadness. The resurgence of feelings in regards to disabling Anakin seemed to have struck something within him. The dead younglings laying on the floor of the temple, their severed heads with looks of fear and sadness frozen into their betrayed faces was something that would change Yoda forever. He held Sidious fully responsible, and this was not a fight he was going to lose. The fate of the galaxy rested on this very moment, and yet, something was beautiful about it all. Something poetic. As the bubbling lava erupted around them, flakes of char snowed down upon their robes and skin, burning holes into their clothes and opening wounds into their flesh. This moment right here was the moment that almost 900 years of life devoted to training came to. Years of training the most powerful Jedi and fallen Jedi in the galaxy. He would not lose. He wouldn't lose. Charging Sidious with Obi-Wan in unison just as their training practiced for, Sidious dodged and weaved each of their attacks. Obi-Wan used his mastery of sorcery to block everything the Chancellor gave him, despite being blindingly fast. His strategy was to allow Yoda to strike Sidious and leave for an opening to attack. After what seemed like half an hour of fighting, cornered Palpatine to the lava bank, telling him to throw his lightsaber into the fire or be pushed over the edge with the force. As Palpatine threw his lightsaber into the lava, seemingly surrendering, he extended his arms to fire a shock of lightning as powerful as he could to Obi-Wan's body, striking the Jedi Master clean off his feet and into the dirt ground behind him. Yoda had enough. He threw his lightsaber into the air and guided it with the speed only a Grand Master of 900 years could summon straight into Palpatine's heart as he extended his other arm to push the Dark Lord hundreds of feet into the air as he laughed and screamed in unison, melting into the lava river as his bones began to disintegrate with screams of pain, being washed away to nothingness down the infinite lava fall to the banks below. Running to Obi-Wan, his robes were in pieces, flaming and charred. He touched his forehead and could feel the life within him, however, weak and limited. Summoning C-3PO and R2-D2 to help carry him to the ship, he did the same with Padme, and then Anakin. Taking them all to Polis Massa to be healed, Padme would give birth to Luke and Leia where she would see Anakin in the next room, being healed to health with minor injuries to his legs. As Obi-Wan was now able to speak and converse with Master Yoda, the two would take everyone back to the Jedi Temple and rebuild everything Anakin and the clones had destroyed, with the help, along with Bail Organa, who had been made the Supreme Chancellor. Anakin would see that Padme was alive, and the sight of his healthy twin-born children was enough to bring him back to the light. However, with extensive therapy and close watch by Yoda and Obi-Wan, the two Jedi Masters would train Luke and Leia in the years to come. While opening the temple to all four sensitive beings in the galaxy, they started a new Jedi Council and Academy as time permitted. Luke and Leia would become the golden students of the temple and would soon be masters in their late teenage years, bringing rise to the new Jedi of the galaxy. 
growing the order and upkeeping the peace within the galaxy. What did you guys think about the turn of these events? Do you think that they would have gone differently? What if Yoda didn't cause Anakin to pass out? Would he have joined in the fight? I originally wanted to go that route, but I felt it would just end up in the same way that the films did. Someone had to die, and that would just be too close to the original timeline, and, well, boring. My other question to you is, what if they had gone to fight Palpatine first? Do you think that would have changed the outcome, with the difference in the environment? Let me know what you think below, and if you want a rendition of this created in favor of the Sith, let me know and I can do that at your suggestions. The best suggestion for that will win a graphic novel, so feel free to be creative in the comments. Thanks so much for watching my fellow Jedi and Sith friends. Please leave this video a like and let's see if we can reach over 7,000. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until we meet again, remember, the Force will be with you always.